welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. Today's episode is all about crystals. Meg is going to the Crystal Maze experience in Manchester, which is sort of like an epic escape room game. Plus, Adam is going to be conducting an experiment to make the most beautiful crystals that you can make at home. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. This week, Meg is at the Crystal Maze Experience in Manchester, where she's about to take on a series of challenges. So let's lace up our boots and join her. I am at the Crystal Maze in Manchester. It is a series of different rooms that you need to complete challenges on. Some of them are skill challenges, some of them are mental challenges, so you need to be really smart. Don't know how I'm going to do with those ones. And some of them are physical challenges, so you need to be strong. I have come with my mum today, and we're going to see how we get on. It is based on an old TV show, so your parents might have heard of The Crystal Maze. And I'm excited to see how we can do. What do you reckon? Do you think we've got what it takes to complete The Crystal Maze? So we've tried a couple of challenges. We've not won any crystals. Um, we tried a skill challenge where we had to put little pieces of jigsaw together to make different stained glass. Um, that was challenging for us. We didn't do very well at that. And then we did a chess one. Again, didn't do very well at that. I don't know that we have the right skills for this between me and my mum. But we're about to do a physical challenge, which involves me rolling inside a giant barrel with a cannonball under my arm that I need to put into a tube. So we'll see how we do at that one. <laughs> oh, clever. That would work well, Meg, if you just slide down, you yeah. can just roll around, that's it. I <laughs> love how supportive mum was being when I'm doing this as well. Um, I think I need the support. This is so tiring, I'm so out of breath. But we're doing well. We have oh nearly got the crystal God. on this round. Right, come on. Crystal's on its way down. Come on. Yep, yep, we're really close. Woo! I'm going to get the crystal. One more, one more. Yes! Oh, that's it. Quick, quick, quick. Almost. It's nearly there. Yeah, come on, quick, quick, quick. Crystal's here. Yay! Don't forget crystal four. Never forget the crystal. I love that you could smash the game, but you did put the gloves all upside down. Never mind. We have our first crystal. We got one crystal. So the next thing that we did is we went down a giant slide into the Aztec area. It was filled with sand, loads of cool sandstone structures and totem poles. It looked amazing. And we've just done a challenge where we basically had to do some mental maths to work out different Aztec calendars. Um, I thought I was quite good at mental maths, apparently not. My mum, she knows she's bad at mental maths. She's my team player today. But just to prove how bad we were at this round, this is the exact reaction our maze leader gave us. This one is usually, it's usually people who are still in school get this one because this is the kind of maths that you still do at school. Basically, we were worse than children. So if you're listening to the Activity Quest podcast right now and you think you can do better, um, the answer is that you probably can, but you've got to get down here to prove yourself. Um, we did one where you had to throw different hoops onto a tree to try and get the weight to come down. I was very bad at that one, um, as you can hear here. Um, the, the, I don't, the throwing it probably wouldn't have got you that far because you still had to get over there yourself. So you'd have been better off holding oh, the ropes yeah. and climbing across, but never mind. And we also did some that were 
kind of like getting a ball down a certain ro rainbow run by turning it very, very gently. Uh, that was a test of patience. I would love to try that one again. We tried to make different holograms with sand. Such a cool experience. There's different rooms. I really like the space area, um, but the industrial area was really cool too, the Aztec area. And finally, we got the Crystal Maze Dome, which is a dome filled with loads of flying air and they stick loads of gold paper in it and you have to catch as many of the gold paper as you turn around. You can hear it here, it was really loud in there. I actually didn't think we were going to do that well, bearing in mind that we hadn't won that many crystals so we didn't have that much time. However, we did come out with a respectable score, we got over 100. If you think that you can do better, um, you probably can but it was so much fun at the end of the day. Having fun was the main goal. I'd really recommend this. I'd say get a good team. You can have eight people in a team. We did it as a two. I definitely think it'd be so much fun if you had a full family of you. Now I'm going to speak to the manager of the Crystal Maze of Manchester to find out a little bit more. Hi, I'm Chris and I'm the manager here at the Crystal Maze Manchester Live Experience. So I've just done the Crystal Maze. I'm actually shattered i'm exhausted um i feel like you know like the 11 year olds might do better than me what is your favorite part of the crystal maze oh well that really really depends because i've got my favorite type of game which is the physicals i love the physical games they're the ones that are going to exhaust you and whether yes. you're nine years old 13 years old there are physicals for absolutely everybody you'll be running jumping spinning upside down and uh, but my favorite part is the finale, yeah. the crystal dome, where you're standing inside a large giant crystal with loads of gold tokens flying around and you have to catch as many as you can. Uh, that is the, the, the big finale finish and my favorite part of the maze. So kids listening to the podcast may not have seen the Crystal Maze. So what is the Crystal Maze experience for those that haven't seen the game? Well, I was a kid when the Crystal Maze came out on TV in the 90s. 1990 came out on TV. I was born in 1984 as a six-year-old child, absolutely in <laughs> awe when I saw these contestants running around through all of these zones through space and time and an adventure playing all these different games to try and win time crystals and the time crystals you can then use to purchase time inside the crystal dome they're all worth five seconds so you have to win as many games as you can win as many crystals as you can and if you win lots of crystals you get more time in that crystal dome and collect as many gold tokens as you can and then if you win lots of gold tokens you get your team name on top of the leaderboard yeah, I didn't get anywhere near putting my team name on the However, however, day. with a Activity team of two, <laughs> with a team of two, it's tough. But if you have a team of two, we can just multiply your score by four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take, take one for the Activity Best team. Um, there's four zones. So what are the four zones that we've got here in Manchester? Well, our maze is based on the original TV series. So there are lots of zones that have appeared in the TV show over time. However, ours are the Industrial Zone, Aztec Zone, Futuristic Zone and the Medieval Zone. Amazing. Okay, right. Get yourself down to the Crystal Maze. That was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you had a nice time. Now, it sounds like she had a lot of fun, but I'm pretty sure we could have beaten that score. Hmm. Maybe next time, Meg. Take me along with you. Now, talking of crystals, Adam has a super fun experiment to make your own crystals coming up. But first, a joke. I bought a crystal ball, but only ever predicted very cold winters. Turns out they sold me a snow globe. <laughs> there we go. That was a little joke for you. So did you know diamonds are a crystal? And they aren't just used for jewellery. They're also used in special tools like diamond... I'm James Stewart. 
And in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Saws. Now, I know you're wondering, why would anyone use something as expensive as a diamond in a saw? Well, the reason is because it's one of the hardest materials in existence, so it helps when cutting other hard materials like quartz or granite. Pretty cool, right? Now, we can't make diamond crystals, but Adam is going to show us how we can make our very own crystals using things we've got at home and a special ingredient called borax. Have you ever wanted to make your own crystals? Today I'm in the Funkids lab and that's exactly what we're going to do. Crystals are a special kind of solid material where the molecules, which are really tiny things that everything on Earth is made up from, fit together in a pattern that keeps repeating itself. Because of these patterns, crystals form all sorts of unique and beautiful shapes and they take many different forms. Two examples of crystals are diamonds, and snowflakes. In fact, you might even have crystals at home if you have fancy sea salt. Take a look at the sea salt close up and you'll see the crystal structure of the salt. The crystals we're going to make today can be made in any shape. So first, let's get everything we're going to need to make our crystals. For this experiment, you'll also need the help of a responsible grown-up. That's not me. To grow your own salt crystals, you will need a measuring jug, a pencil, a glass jar, string, one cup of water, one pipe cleaner, and a magic ingredient. The magic ingredient is called borax. Borax is a cleaning substance which has the main ingredient sodium tetraborate will help us make crystals. It's naturally occurring, it's a mineral, but we still need to be careful and make sure we use a spoon to measure the borax and don't touch our eyes if any of it spills. As I say, you'll need the help of a responsible grown-up. So once you have all of your equipment, you can take your pipe cleaner and shape it into the desired shape of your finished crystal. You could do a star or a heart, whatever you like. I am going to make mine into a star. The crystals will be clear, so you will see the colour of the pipe cleaner when it's finished. I've gone for a yellow pipe cleaner, so my star crystal will be yellow. While you do this, get an adult to heat one cup of water to boiling. You can do this in the kettle. Once boiled, you're going to add three to four tablespoons of borax for every cup of water in your solution and stir that until the borax dissolves in the water. Here's a top tip. You want the water to be clear because if the water gets cloudy, then your crystals will be cloudy. The borax mixed with water is known as a solution. So when your solution is clear, with the help of an adult, pour the solution into a jar until it is three quarters full. 
Use a piece of string to tie your pipe cleaner to the pencil and then place the pencil so it's balanced over the rim of the jar and the pipe cleaner is suspended in the water. The submerged pipe cleaners should form crystals over the next 12 to 24 hours. The longer you leave them, then the bigger they will grow. You could even take pictures every few hours so you can document how fast they grow. The crystals should have grown around the coloured pipe cleaner. Once they've grown as much as they can, simply take them out of the jars and let them dry. And there you go. You have your beautiful own crystal. You can hang them as decorations or put them in a special treasures box. But get creative and see what crystals you can make. So I've been following along as Adam showed us how to make crystals and I've got my uh, I've gone for a red pipe cleaner in the shape of a heart. I'll have to check back tomorrow to see if any crystals have formed. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime you fancy. Just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen to Fun Kids on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids. See ya. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.